Hi, I'm Allie. And I'm Jacob. And welcome to Rookie Rundown, the sports podcast for the casual fan. This week, we preview the NBA Finals, talk some tennis and football, then we'll jump across the pond to talk about soccer, and then preview the NHL semifinals. Let's go ahead and start with the NBA Finals, Jacob. So, NBA, National Basketball Association, their championship finals start this Thursday. So that's Thursday, June 2nd. Uh, This is a best of seven series. So hopefully we'll get at least six games. So it'll be, you know, somewhat exciting. Unfortunately for all of those who will be watching on TV, which I think is probably everybody here, unless you're somehow going to a game in either Boston or San Francisco, these games are going to be broadcast on ESPN. Now, Allie, do you know why that's a bummer? No, because people don't want to pay for ESPN+. Plus. Well, probably, but unrelated. The TNT Basketball Intermission Show is probably the best sports broadcasting show ever. And what makes it the best? So it has Shaquille O'Neal, Charles Barkley, Kenny Smith, and Ernie Johnson. Now, if you're a casual basketball fan, you'll probably recognize at least one of those names, probably two. So the first three names are all former NBA players, and the fourth guy, Ernie Johnson, is kind of he kind of serves as like the moderator. And they are hilarious. So it's kind of a bummer that the championship won't have them in between all the games. So they've been talking in between all the quarterfinal games? Yeah, in fact, I'm not 100% sure on what the broadcasting schedule is, but I think that during the regular season, TNT does a doubleheader, I think like two times a week, and at halftime and then in between the games, they're like the studio show. So they do like the breakdowns of games and analysis and stuff like that. That sounds pretty fun. Yeah, and they are fun. So who will be playing at the finals? Well, we've got some familiar faces. So we have the Golden State Warriors versus the Boston Celtics. This is an interesting matchup because it's a dynastic team in the Golden State Warriors versus a dynastic franchise in the Boston Celtics. So this current iteration of the Warriors has made the NBA Finals six times in the last eight years. Which is just, I mean, that's 75% of the time. That's pretty they've impressive. They've been in the finals. It is really impressive. And they're the California team. Correct. Yeah, they're in San Francisco. And they're playing the Boston Celtics, who are the winningest NBA franchise. And the Celtics are looking for their 18th championship. I actually don't know whether it's the Celtics or the Celtics. Probably supposed to be the Celtics, right? I feel like Celtics makes more sense. What have you been saying? I've been saying Celtics. I feel like Celtics makes more sense. Oh, well, I know people in Boston aren't pronouncing anything right, so I'm not really worried about saying it correctly. Well, I'm worried about it now. Eh, oh well. What do you have for us in tennis? Well, give me a second. I'm looking up how to pronounce Celtic. Okay, according to Google, it is Celtics. Probably because they think Americans can't figure out how to say it the other way. That would be my assumption. So Celtics is correct. Now we know. All right, now to tennis for real this time. (laughs) Okay. Well, in tennis, the French Open is currently happening. And I'm about to butcher this name, but Iga Swiatek? 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 No, no. 
21 year old female Polish Polish tennis oh, player. Polish explains the weird name. I mean, say that ten- Polish tennis player is on track to beat Serena Williams' longest hot streak. So Serena Williams' record is 34 straight tennis wins in 2013. Iga, I'll avoid saying her last name for obvious reasons, (laughs) has now won 32 straight times in a row and is rumored to win, be the favorite to win the French Open next. Now, in addition to winning the French Open, boosting that record so that she might be able to beat Serena Williams' longest hot streak, Iga would also be uh, the first woman to win six consecutive tournaments since Justine Hennen in 2007-2008. That is super impressive. Yeah, so a lot of records at only 21 years old. Also crazy. Yes. Uh, The other name to watch in the French Open is the American Coco Goff. She has made it to her first Grand Slam single semifinal. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, that is exciting. Now, remember, Iga's opportunity here to beat these records is really because Ashley Barty retired from tennis at 25 years old. So we could have been hearing Ashley's name instead, but a spot has now opened up for Iga to be making these moves. Yeah, I forgot about that story. That happened, well, a couple months ago because we covered it, but... Wow, that is definitely interesting to see the repercussions of that. Yeah, it has been interesting. Speaking of repercussions, uh, in the NFL, we actually had some headlines because Colin Kaepernick had a workout with the Las Vegas Raiders this last week. And this is his first known NFL workout since he last played in 2016. Now, that's interesting. It is interesting. I mean... He's definitely been locked out from playing in the league. It's been like a blacklist situation. I have no doubt of that. So it is, I mean, I don't know how much opportunity the Raiders will really give him, but it's definitely an interesting uh, occurrence. I'll be interested to see, you know, he's been on break now for six years. Does he still have it? Yeah, that's my question as well, and I guess we'll find out. I sure hope we do. In other NFL news, the Steelers, which of course is my favorite team, hired a new general manager. His name is Omar Khan, and he has actually worked for the Steelers since 2001. He started as an intern and worked his way all the way up to the general manager position, which I think is really impressive. You know what? I love to hear the stories like that because I feel like when you promote from within, you know, yes, there's pros and cons to it. But in this case, I feel like it sounds like he knows the Steelers organization pretty well. And I think that's what they're going for. The Steelers are all about continuity, and I think this is just another example of that playing itself out in their hiring decisions. So I'm definitely excited to see what he can do. I have a lot of faith in him. He's a super smart dude. Speaking of people who are not super smart, the Washington Commanders, also known as Daniel Snyder's personal, uh, let's call them miscreants, They are actually looking to both move and downsize their stadium. So the Commanders currently play at FedEx Field, which I'm going to put this lightly, probably the nastiest field in the NFL. This past season, a sewage pipe burst and sprayed raw sewage onto fans in attendance. Um, It's also just decrepit and disgusting, and nobody wants to sponsor a team that Daniel Snyder owns because, well, he's a scumbag. So... They're looking to move to Woodbridge, Virginia, which is about 25 miles south of D.C., and build a stadium that is rumored to be around 55,000 seats, which is like 6,000 
lower than the next lowest team. I feel like this wasn't a dumb decision. I feel like this was a smart decision because it'll make their crowds look fuller. It will, but it'll also be like 6,000 less paying customers. And you figure, you know, okay, people... Okay, but they're are, not drawing those paying customers in anyway. Well, not yet, but if they do ever get good, you know. Yeah, that's, that's a, lot a of big if. Yeah, if. you're right. Yeah, Maybe I think downside. it's a smart move. Sorry to our friend Umberto, who's a Washington fan. Yeah, speaking of fans having bad experiences, on Saturday, May 29th, the Union of European Football Associations had their Champions League final. That game was Liverpool versus Real Madrid, and the game took place at Stade de France, which is a stadium north of Paris. I probably said that wrong. I didn't take French. I don't speak French either, so... This game was a mess from start to finish. I'll go ahead and say what the final score was because that ended up being the least climactic part. Real Madrid won by one goal to Liverpool zero. But the game started off really rough. It started 40 minutes late and fans were kept outside the stadium in subpar conditions. They were packed into little holding areas because according to French interior minister Gerald Darminen. Wonderful pronunciation of that last name, I'm Maybe sure. Maybe I should start taking French. Um, he said that more than two-thirds of the 62,000 Liverpool supporters who showed up uh, presented fake tickets. Now, this has not been investigated. I feel like two-thirds seems really high. But essentially, the claim is that the game started late because too many people showed up with fake tickets, and that's why the fans were held in like small little holding areas that were really unsafe. Now, that being said, the stadium staff's reaction, also not great. They tear gassed the crowd, the fans, including elderly and children, and multiple fans claim they were mugged outside the stadium. This is just another wonderful example of the French reacting to large crowds. We've all seen those viral videos of protesters getting tear gassed and still powering through, so I guess the French expected the Liverpool supporters to just power through tear gas like they do. Yeah, and, you know, my take on it is no investigation has been done yet. We're really just going off of what fans have been saying they experienced. I think we will grow to learn more about what is at fault and who is at fault. I say what because I think it's probably an organization. Um, And I think we'll continue to be hearing about this. There's just no way that two-thirds of 62,000 people had fake tickets. Like, there's no, that's 41 ish thousand people yeah there's no way there's just no way and also that they were only liverpool fans showing up with fake tickets yeah not a chance if they were both if if liverpool had fake tickets then real madrid fans probably also did they said it was something about like some app that they had the liverpool fans using but i don't know the whole thing just seems really suspicious i agree either way though not the appropriate reaction by the french police uh, in other news, at the halftime show for that game, Camilla Cabello performed. And this is notable because during her performance, soccer fans were breaking out and chanting their respective team's anthems, which in my understanding is pretty common. Um, but what happened is that after the performance, she tweeted, quote, 
playing back our performance, and I can't believe people were singing their team's anthem so loud during our performance. Like, my team and I worked tirelessly for so long to bring right vibes and give a good show. She also tweeted immediately after performing, very rude, but whatever. I'm glad you guys loved it. I mean, that just kind of shows a lack of self-awareness. Now, she deleted the tweets and instead tweeted, I grew up watching soccer with my family and the energy in there was so electric. I had so much fun watching afterwards, too. Thank you so much to my team and dancers and musicians and creatives that work so hard on this show. Mm. So that's where Mm -hmm. it moves from like, okay, I understand why you're upset into, so we're just going to be full-blown hypocrites then. Yeah, Uh uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. You know, you can't have it both ways. I would have Not respected her if, she if stuck she'd to stuck it. to it. Yeah. So, yeah. it It's something. Not ideal. Yeah, but, I mean, everyone says her performance was good. It's just the drama with, you know, she probably should have stayed off Twitter about it, I guess. Yeah, well, most celebrities should stay off Twitter, so. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Speaking of things that we wish people would just, well, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. In NHL news, the championship finals are vastly approaching, but right now we're on our conference finals. So in the Eastern Conference, we have the Tampa Bay Lightning versus the New York Rangers. So this is an interesting matchup because Tampa Bay is the back-to-back defending champions, and the New York Rangers really have no business being here. Um, Just flat out, they don't. I just don't understand how they've made it there. Um, actually I do, it's because they injure the other team's star players. Um, anyways, I just, the Rangers beat the Penguins, so I think I'm just a little bit salty. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> we're gonna see how that game goes, Jacob. It's Regardless. gonna be fine either way. Yeah, it will be interesting because the Rangers have been pretty badly, like, outscored in a lot of games. And they have played exactly uh, one game against an NHL starting goaltender, and they've played 14 so far. Oh, my gosh. And they all like all they've played are backups or backups, backups in the case of the Penguin series. So it's just like the, now they're going to play Andre Vasilevsky, who's the Tampa Bay goaltender, who's like the best goaltender in the league and has been for a while now. So I think they're probably going to get swept. Not um, that you're hoping for that, of course. No, no, probably not. Of course not. I would never do that. The real fun is in the Western Conference, where it's the Edmonton Oilers versus the Colorado Avalanche. This is a head-to-head matchup of two of the league's superstars, really three, uh, because there's Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl on Edmonton versus Nathan McKinnon and the Avalanche. This is going to be probably... Just insanely high scoring because both of these teams are all gas, no breaks. So great. I love it. Sounds fun to watch. It should be a ton of fun. Okay, Jacob, for our final play, if you had to pick three celebrities to do a halftime show, which three would you pick? Ooh, good question. Do they have to be alive or can they be dead? Alive. Well, that kinda that hurts my vibes. Let's think. I think I'd pick Beyonce because her halftime shows have been pretty good in the past. So I'll pick her and excellent choice to go with Beyonce. Oh well, man, I'd really like to pick Freddie Mercury here, but he's long dead, so that's kind of a bummer. Ooh, you know what? Just for the fun, fun, I'm gonna say Rick Astley 
so we can mm, rick, roll rick roll everybody yeah um hmm trying to think of somebody else who go with beyonce madonna maybe yeah that would be pretty good beyonce pretty good. madonna and then rick astley okay that's good who that's would you solid. pick i want to say dolly parton but Ooh, i'm having a hard a time seeing like who would fit with her thinking maybe like dolly parton Ooh, dolly parton this is a really hard question honestly i came up with it think it'd be funny to hear your answer not thinking about mine okay dolly parton ed sheeran they could be interesting. It could be interesting. I feel like they'd have some good vocal duets, actually. Yeah, I think they would too. And then, um, someone young. What about Pop. John Mayer? I don't like him. Okay, but I just think that that might actually. Well, I don't know. I don't that's like him as a, a person, guitar. so that's why. Okay, I well, yeah. Suggest fair him. Enough. Taylor Swift. Ironic that you came up with her after John Mayer. Well, that was the direct. I want to say Beyonce because I just feel like those three together could really do something. Uh, I don't know. I just don't feel like Ed Sheeran and Beyonce would go well together. Beyonce and Dolly Parton could be a lot of fun. So maybe we should kick Ed out. Mm. We could also throw Jessica Simpson in there. She's pretty good. She and Dolly Parton did an album together. All right. Well, we know that they would work then. And Willie Nelson. How about that? Dolly Parton, Jessica Simpson, Willie Nelson. Oh, that would be They all one. know each other, so I think yeah, they get along great. Yeah, they're all kind of country folk, so. Yeah. Okay, that's who I would go with. I don't even really like country music, but I like those three people. I think I'd rather go to your show than mine, honestly. I really like Willie Nelson. Yeah, and Dolly Parton and, Dolly and Jessica Parton. Simpson. Uh, I'm not. I don't really follow Jessica Simpson's music, but she's good. I, I believe it. Well, stay tuned for our next episode where we'll catch you up on what the NBA Finals are looking like after what should be three games. I'm doing the math in my head right. And we'll also just keep you updated on whatever crazy stuff happens between now and next week. Yeah. Don't forget new episodes are being released on Wednesdays during our summer vacation. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at Rookie underscore Rundown or on Facebook at Rookie Rundown Pod to find information about episodes and let us know what we should talk about next. And don't forget to keep sports simple, stupid. <laughs>